This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. I'm Mark Berry. This week on Top Shelf, the Spokane Braves are back. 1,286 days between games. Emmanuel Sequera talks with past coach Michael Bay and current head coach Darren Schumacher. Mr. Zaquera will also join me to talk about what's in store on the podcast this season. That's next. More comes Sikeli threw it in front. They score. Hat trick goal. They send it right up. Slot Airy scores. Ruth looking for that one timer. Didn't get it, but the rebound works. Down the wing. Half breakaway. More scores. Short handed. From behind the net. A wrap round goes in. McDuff. Thanks it in the back of the net. What a move. And oh, they're trying to go for a goalie goal. They're trying to go for a goalie goal. And it's in the net. Cody Creasy. Just scored a goal. Last season, there were over 28,000 downloads of Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Did that surprise you, Emmanuel? Yeah, no, I was really happy about those numbers that we got because I really didn't know what to expect for the amount of people that we would have listening to it. I mean, I figured with your expertise in editing the podcast and what we had planned for it, I was confident that we would put something together that was really strong that fans would enjoy. But yeah, I mean, those totals is just awesome. Yeah, we're going to make some changes this season, just some minor tweaks to the uh, the product. One of the things we're going to we're going to do is uh, we're going to focus more on players of the week. We did a little bit last season. We did some special interest stories on the players, but we're going to focus in on on you know players that are making news. Uh, also, uh, we'll continue to do GMs and head coaches, but we'll also uh, every other episode we'll talk about who's hot in the KIJHL. And uh, another feature we're going to probably add in is spotlights just quick little spotlights on on players around the league you get to talk to the players how exciting is that for you every week to do that player interview i enjoy because i find i get to learn a bit more about each player and kind of pick their brains about uh what areas that they're motivated to improve on. Right. The other, the other thing too, is you get some really cool insights. I remember your interview last season with Luke Chakrabarty, his rituals around goal scoring. I didn't know he had so many different rituals and those are kind of the things that you pull out in these interviews, which are really, really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I just noticed like, yeah, when I'd seen how excited and jacked up he'd get about celebrations there's certain things I'd notice about players. I've got a bit of a curious mind, and so I like to ask them about it. And sometimes I get really interesting answers. Other times it's pretty simple, and it's just like, okay, not really what I thought it was going to be, but, you know, that's how it goes. That's Bauman. Bauman. Along the circle, fires. Scores! Volkian's first goal, Zach Bauman. Good hustle coming in over the blue line. This episode's a special episode. It's uh, We're not really into mid-season form yet, but one of the things we wanted to do in this first episode is spotlight the Spokane Braves. Uh, we'll be talking about them just before we touch on the Spokane Braves. One of the interesting things from last season had to be the surprise teams, Grand Forks, Princeton, North Okanagan. Maybe we were surprised, maybe they weren't, but isn't that the special cool stuff about the beginning of a season is you don't know who's going to surprise you this year. Yeah, oh no, for sure. And even like this year, 
I look forward to seeing the positioning, the standings, what they'll be like, how they change. If there is a difference from from last season, I mean that's what that's what makes the sport in the league interesting, right? Is seeing all the work the teams put in to build these rosters and how they come together as a group. Yeah, like Grand Forks, obviously a great story. Princeton was. North Okanagan did really well. And then Golden mm-hmm. uh, was fairly strong most of the season. And the other thing that I always kind of look forward to is which first-year players right. are going to make an impact. And even the veteran guys, like the guys coming into the league for their third year, what kind of seasons they're going to have. You know, we did say this is about the Spokane Braves this time around. You've got two interviews that we're going to be uh, listening to in the next segment. Uh, one's with Michael Bay and the other's with head coach Darren Schumacher. Talk a little bit about um, interviewing those two for this, not just uh, this podcast, but for a special article you got coming up uh, later on in the month. Yes, so Braves are finally able to celebrate their 50th season in the KIJHL doing a, a feature story on the organization, but it's really going to be kind of more mini stories with the people that I've spoken to, which includes Mike Bay, who he's been involved with the organization basically like half of its existence, starting from the 93-94 season. Uh, he was initially involved as an assistant coach and then made an impact, obviously, as a head coach. Actually, one of the players that I talked to was Derek Ryan and Edmonton Euler. He had so many good things to say about Mike Bay, but one of the things, he basically kind of, in comparing him to the type of coach that he is, he compared him to Daryl Sutter and how, and how he was. And Darren Schumacher was fun to talk to, especially just kind of listening to him talk about how he was able to put this roster together which a lot of it just kind of has to do with uh, a family theme, which a lot of this roster is built up with players. There's a couple sets of brothers, even players with former family connections. Cameron Oyen, he's the grandson of owner Bob Tobiasen. And Darren was really saying that past connections really kind of played a big role in building the roster that they have. Really, thank you uh, for doing this segment. Uh, We'll hear you in the next segment talking with Michael Bay and then Darren Schumacher. Thanks a lot for doing this, and uh, we'll uh, we'll hear from you later on in the podcast. You'll try to pass to Oin. Oin for Humphreys. Humphreys scores! Beautiful play coming up the ice. Nice shot. Braves up 2-0 now. That was Josh Humphreys. Michael Bay coached the Spokane Braves for a very long time. Our Emmanuel Sequeira asked Coach Bay how many years he was with Spokane. 16 plus 5 as an assistant coach. Since uh, at least 1994, 93-94. What did you enjoy about your time as head coach of the Braves? I grew up in Seattle, so going to all those little towns up there, I, I didn't really experience that. You know, We just went to Vancouver. It was like Seattle with more ice rinks, you know. So I, I thought the atmosphere was so cool and how those teams supported their team because they're kind of the only show in town, right? A lot of guys like Terry Jones has, you know, been a great mentor for me. Simon Wielden was great. Brad Fox, the whole album. Just, just the people I was, you know, privileged to meet along the way too that made a difference in my life, not just, you know, as a hockey coach, but as a person. And being, you know, being able to be a part of, the young guys' journeys that wanted to 
play at a higher level or whatever they wanted to do when they were done. They, you know, the fun part for me is watching them all have kids now, and a lot of them are coaching. And, so what are the things that you're most proud of about your time as coach? I was able to be a part of that organization and the league. And just, like I said, the, the people I got to meet along the way, the, the players now that I see doing great things, and a little bit of, of part of that is that's why you do it. And for me, the, the biggest thing now is these guys coaching. You know, I just appreciate the Tobias things and, like, everyone that came before that and all the old-timers in Spokane and throughout the Coonies that just made this place where I had the opportunity to coach. That, that's what I appreciate the most about it, is just being able to be a part of that. Basically, you've been involved with the franchise for almost half of its existence. So I'm going to ask you kind of a tough question. What do you see as, like, your, like, your impact on what the Braves organization means or, like, the culture of it? Hard work and caring about people. I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to. I don't. I don't like talking about what I did. You know, I, I feel like you know, I was never in the team picture. It's not. It's not my team. I, I was just passing on great stuff from other great people that you know, came before I. I was there. I just wanted us to be able to compete and make the playoffs and leave it a better place every year. I believe those players did that. So the team hits the ice for its 50th season. What do you think of that? I think it's unreal. It's that's, that's the only thing I, I you know, and I, I'll be a part of it. I'll go to practice. I'll, you know, I'm sure I'll go to a few games. I feel like it takes three years from when you start to kind of build it to how how you want it. And all the guys you've tried to get to come play there, I, I felt like we had an awesome group coming in that third year. Not that there was. You know, anything wrong with the two before that, but uh, we were super excited about it. And then, you know, I, I, we had to pull the plug kind of early just so they, I wanted those guys to be able to go play. So I, somewhere, I just felt like we had to do that. And Darren had come out with us a few times and obviously he works, you know, he's worked with Bear Hughes a lot over, over there and, and a bunch of other kids that played for us. And, I, I'm excited to see what he does with it, actually. He's like I was the first time, just gung all ready to go. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm super excited to see what he does. I introduced him to Bob and Kathy Tobiasen, and I, I'm, glad it, I'm glad it worked out that, that he's the coach. It's, it was just a privilege to, to be a part of that league, like, not just the Braves. Or like, it was always about the league to me more than just the Braves. It's such a unique opportunity for an American kid to be able to play in this league. Just appreciate all the history of the people that came before you that put in the long hours and the hard work and when it wasn't easy. Like the whole house was doing stats back before the internet. Like, just bananas. Like, the amount of work people had to put in to just keep it going, you know. Emmanuel Sequeira talking with former Spokane head coach Michael Bay. Darren Schumacher is the current head coach. He explains the characteristics he was looking for when assembling the 23-24 Braves? Well, I wanted to be real good teammates, first of all. And then we're looking for just relentless hockey players that are constantly attacking. You've built the team from scratch, haven't you? Yes, I've completely built the team from scratch. There's not one returning Braves player on the team. How many, I guess, experienced players did you feel that it was important for you to have on the roster for the team to have the success that you hope that they'll have come the end of the season? Well, <laughs> great question. We were looking for as many as we could get, right, that that fit our mold. So 
Uh, right now, we have six kids that have, have junior experience. So I, I think we're going to be fine with that. It would have been nice to have a couple more, but, you know, it is what it is coming off of three years of not playing. What was it about this position that intrigued that, that you wanted to become the next coach for the Spokane Braves? Well, I actually got named coach of the Braves right when COVID hit. And uh, I, I guess I'm just not going to give up. <laughs> There's a lot of really good players in our area and they need a, a, a place to play and they need an affordable place to play. And the KI is a tremendous opportunity for kids, one, to have a blast during the season, but two, to advance their career. I would say half of our kids are still in their senior year of high school, so it'll allow, also allow them to go to school. So creating a hockey community down here that points at the Braves has been really my mission for the last three years. And so uh, I've been told, like, so there's a lot of family connections on this roster. Uh, talk about how that came to be. The people that have played in the KI know how special it is. So those parents are going to point their younger kids right, right to the Braves, right? There's a lot of those families, which in turn, they pretty much recruited the rest of them. And for the last three years, a lot of these kids have been training with me in the summer. They've just gotten to know each other so well that, you know, this was the logical next step for them. So there's two sets of brothers on the roster with the Humphreys and Elos. Uh, yep. Do you like what you see from them? And like, I don't know, is there a plan to have them play together during the season on the same line? My guess is by the end of the year, they'll be both playing on the same line. <laughs> both sets will be playing on the same line. The, the Humphreys are just natural goal scorers. They're really, really, really offensive and uh, very creative. The Elos are, are really difficult to play against. They're extremely, extremely strong, physically strong, and they they bring a presence to the ice that we're going to need. They're they're very relentless and very good at setting the tone. What will Dante Hughes, uh, the brother of former Brave Bear Hughes, bring to the team? Uh, Dante is a team player. He, he's just a 200-foot center who will do whatever it takes to make the Braves successful. He's very quiet and just goes about his business every day. He brings a a defensive zone presence that is kind of unmatched in this area, in our area. Anyway, he's very difficult in the defensive zone to play against as a center. What do you like most about the group that you've seen so far? We're very talented. It's really fun to watch them on the ice. We're young, but we're talented. So we're, we're going to have success. Maybe not as much as we want all the time, but we're going to have success here and there. And eventually, because they're such good teammates, I, I think they're going to surprise some people. What excites you about the coming season? That we get to play. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> By the end of the year, I think we're going to be tough to play against. I, I do. I, I think a lot of young mistakes are going to hurt us early, but we just have a very good group of young men and a lot of really good families tied to them. Emmanuel Sequeira with Spokane Braves head coach Darren Schumacher. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Our thanks this week to KIJHL broadcasters, and in particular, 12-year-old Jake Epke, who did a great job calling last Saturday's 6-1 Spokane victory. Also thanks to KIJHL Director of Communications, Emmanuel Sequeira. Former Spokane coach Michael Bay, and current head coach Darren Schumacher. And a stick tap to Flow Hockey, 
which brings our players closer to their families and friends back home. I'm Mark Berry. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. We're back on Friday. <laughs>